This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. This week on the Max Rossin Podcast. Did WWE save WrestleMania main event with one promo? John Cena pulls into the fast lane on the road to WrestleMania. Hashtag impact is fine. <laughs> Turn that shit up. It's time to take it to the max. Podcast episode 155. I am Dazzy Dangerously, and as always, I'm joined by the best heel in the business, the butcher, and the wrestling encyclopedia, Mike Larkin. And gentlemen, like you, like many of us, I was enraged about the predictability of Elimination Chamber, but uh, did, did they manage to turn it around with Roman's work shoot? Still not happy. <laughs> I'll, admit, Still not happy. I'll admit, I'm a little less angry than I was because I did quite enjoy the promo, but. Yeah, we all knew it was coming. It's yeah. just another. It's just another. Let's be honest. It's it's another way of WWE trying to backtrack on something that's completely fucking blown up in the face, as if they didn't know the fucking whole world was going to be pissed <laughs> with that predictable decision. But then they try and make Roman look like kind of cool. Yeah. Fuck that shit, man. Honestly. WWE can have the 9.99 back because I cancelled the network. I mean, we can see what they were trying to do by faking Brock's appearance, but I think Roman did a good job cutting the promo. Agree, I like that. Yeah. He he handled it well. To be, he, to be fair, to he, he's he's, cu- he's cutting the promo that fucking Braun Strowman would have been cutting. Yeah. Yes. You know, Braun Strowman's been cutting them anti-fucking Brock Lesnar fucking promos for fucking how long now? About a year or two now, man. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, if there's one guy that's in the right to fucking break Brock's balls or probably break Brock's neck, because you're going to get these hands. I mean, it's it's Paul Strowman, you know? Well, the the promo of the week was obviously, Elias, I'm not finished with you yet. (laughs) I mean, by the time Braun eliminated his third person in the chamber, I could see exactly where it was going. Braun's going to yeah. eliminate everyone just to make Roman look good. Well, yeah, Braun well, killed the Catholic, which was nice. Yeah, but that was pointless because it didn't lead to anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, well, here's the thing. I, I can totally see them doing this whole thing where, all right, so obviously we saw Braun killed Elias this weekend. Yeah. So they did that. Uh, Roman is obviously going to be Brock in Mania, and I would think it would be how apropos, if you will, if Braun finally, finally gets the championship and he beats Roman for it. Yeah, but I mean, if it's okay for Cena to get added to a title match, why can't anybody else like Braun get added to a title match? Just like that. 
That's how I was this week. That's exactly. I mean, I was sitting there thinking, oh no, they're they're just gonna, you know, they're just gonna put Braun in there because Braun's gonna lose his shit and, you know, tear the ring up and flip tables and shit like that. And then he walked out on Elias, and I was like, I love Elias. Yes. But then I was like, please don't tell me they're going with us for Mania. I think they are. I was just like, Jesus Christ, neither guy deserves to be booked to lose to the to the other. I don't believe Braun should lose to Elias. And I don't damn sure don't believe Elias should, you know what I mean? Yeah. Either man shouldn't lose to the next. Both men deserve to be in a good spot going into Mania and be in a good spot going out of Mania. You know? Yeah, that's the thing, man. I was so for um, not them going against each other at Mania, but I was so for Elias getting that big victory over Cena at Mania because yeah, I liked yeah. the direction they were going with that. But yeah. I'm telling you right now, if you have John go out there and talk about being on the road to WrestleMania, and obviously uh-huh. the Fastlane main event, and you bring up The Undertaker and it doesn't happen, it's just bullshit. And I think it would be apropos if Undertaker gets the win back over Cena in the place where the streak ended. That's how I would do it. Oh, so but I, I, I honestly, I mean, you know, like normally when you, when you hear them certain things and you, you like, you straight away you go to the reverse psychology, you're like, yes. oh yeah, he's brought, he's brought the man's name up. You, you wouldn't speak the man's name or you wouldn't speak anyone's name if there was a personal interest. You, you wouldn't do it. So I mean, the first got me thinking, are they gonna do it SmackDown? I don't believe they'll do it SmackDown. I believe you'll see the, te- I believe you'll see Taken Up Fastly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he'll interrupt. You know, yep. I think I think you'll 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 automatically see the you know the broken look on John Cena's face, and he's not going to Mania, and you'll just hear the gong, gong. You know what I mean? I take it's basically going to be taking you. You spoke my name, and you said it wouldn't happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Sorry, I'll... I, it's 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 got to happen. You cannot. Take you just like you sorry. Cannot. It took so long to respond. You know how long it takes me to walk. Yeah. <laughs> you you can't you cannot. I mean, the one thing, right? And I know we constantly say this, or I constantly say it about me not being a big John Cena fan. Um, I respect John Cena, and I do respect him. Yeah. Um, but I think I've got to the point of his career is. You could sit through fucking twenty plus years of Undertaker. You could sit through fucking. 30, 40 plus years of Ric Flair. Hmm. Damn, you could sit through 20 plus years of Hulk Hogan. 30 years even. But I really don't want to sit through 20 fucking years of John Cena. Um, because it's the same shit. Yeah. Every fucking promo he does is, I'm here, Jack. I rolled to WrestleMania. I've fallen off the wagon, but I'm back on. I went to the back, I had five minutes of bad times, and then I looked and I said, I've got to start again. And that's it. It's the same shit with John Cena. That, that's what gets me about I, it. If he's not in I, the title picture, he has to be in the title picture. He has to get to it. in the right fucking mind, right? He loses an elimination chamber. He gets pinned in the gauntlet match. But let's send him to SmackDown and bury the top guy in WWE right now in AJ Styles. Let, <laughs> let's let's let these two guys 
have three matches last year, which were probably in the top fucking five matches of the year, but we're going to have John Cena bury AJ Styles in under fucking ten minutes. Um, okay, so you pretty much, first of all, I love you, man. And number two, that's exactly how I was going to go with it because it's like you haven't come on to SmackDown and talk about, uh, you know what, Shane, I'll fight anybody, uh, whatever you want me to do, Jack, this is what I'll do to get in the match. John, you're going to fight AJ Styles. Okay, Jack, that's what I'm going to do, baby. And then get the match. <laughs> and it's at, and it's attitude adjustment one, two, three. And then you have Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin involved, and then you know you have Dolph Ziggler come out and take out AJ Styles. Whoa, wait a minute there, Jack Dolph! And then you know attitude yeah. adjustment. John closes the show because of course. Yeah, it's well, the way so. You know when you when you listen to his promos, right? His promos are basically mimics of every single fucking yeah. great wrestler, right? <laughs> I'm just listening to you, Mike. Then and you're like, you know what, Jack? And all I can hear is, well, you know what, brother? <laughs> Let me tell you something, Dolph, dude. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. We're gonna go to the end of the world because only Hulkamania can. And that's that's it. That's John Cena. Never give up. Never yeah. give up. I was gonna say the way he called out Undertaker was so cartoony. He's got the Undertaker. We're going to call out the Undertaker, <laughs> but they won't let it happen, Jack. We don't make the matches around here, Jack, but they won't let it happen, Daddy. It's like for a split it's, second it's... he turned into Teddy Long. Exactly. <laughs> it is. It's honestly, I, I just, I, I'm so literally turned off by his predictable promos. And people say that that guy is brilliant on a mic. No. I, I honestly don't believe he is. I, I you know when you like you watch you, you watch some promos and you basically you, you're transfixed. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you're transfixed. I hear a lot of people basically say that Kenny Omega's shit on a mic, right? No. I don't believe Kenny Omega's shit on a mic. I watched a segment of Kenny Omega this week with Kilcott Rabushi backstage. Yeah. And I was more <clears throat> transfixed about him talking Japanese. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know? You try and speak two fucking languages in a fucking country that fucking that will you know what I mean? Show both sides. You know? But but we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna cut into New Japan because I'm I'm big on New Japan. You know what I mean? I'll get the tissues out and everything. <laughs> but, uh, um, back back to John Cena. It, I don't know a single person right in the world that can have so much smoke blown up their ass. We're coming into the <laughs> the second biggest pay per view of the year. Um, <laughs> We're we're coming into you know the spectacle you know what I mean yeah. greatest thing in, in in sports entertainment that's right it is it is the greatest thing in sports entertainment it's not the biggest thing in wrestling that's for sure um, but I don't know another guy that could basically come out and demand fucking mm. not not just an opportunity a first opportunity not a second opportunity but a third opportunity. You know, they're acting like John Cena, right, will be missed at WrestleMania. Yeah, let, Michael. Let me, let me tell you something, brothers. John yeah. Cena would not be missed at WrestleMania. If John Cena wasn't on the card, the only people that are going to be butthurt 
is WWE marks, WWE fanboys, mm-hmm. and them kids that wear his cheap T-shirts. Yeah. I mean, what was it? He's two... not a wrestler. He's one of the... To be honest with you, I've only noticed this. I used to think, didn't think, John Cena and his five moves of doom. I never used to really think he... I didn't like his style because, to me, he looks like a fucking robot when he wrestles. But the guy really can't wrestle. Is this because we've got so many great performers now that are basically showing, you know what I mean, every different art from around the world? You know, in Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler. You know, you've got that many styles now. And then you've got John fucking Cena. Well, let me take it back for you. So when he was the prototype in OVW being managed by Kenny Boland, his promo skills, you know, he had that and he would reverse when he would talk and rewind. And then, you know, he would come to the <laughs> roster with the ruthless aggression. Then he would be word life. And, you know, I, I got to say, they let him wrestle more and incorporate more mm-hmm. moves before it was the whole same old shit. Shoulder tackle, shoulder yeah. tackle, protoplex, yeah. bottom up, shuffle. That's the end. Kill it. Yeah. And I mean, he throws some stuff in there nowadays, but the man is like 41, and then you know he'll go into the "Do I have it anymore, Jack? Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like all right, we heard it, we know they did this when he was going against The Rock the first time at Mania, and he was the underdog. I've only been the champion like 13 or 14 times at the time, but I'm the underdog, <laughs> and you had you got Kelly getting booed when he performed his song because it's like we know it's bullshit because he's not the underdog because he always wins. It's the way he's booked. But Jack, I'm coming back. And it's like, oh my Yo, God. No. I think I think I can sum it up. The way John Cena cuts a promo is the way a Disney parent acts. You know that overacting mm. they do on Disney Channel? Yeah. 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 Mm. Fucking annoying. That's where he belongs, man. He be- like, the guy belongs on Nick of fucking Lodian. Yeah. Well, he, well, he was done. on Hannah Montana. He was you on Fred the movie. But so then, he, then again, so was The Rock, so... Yeah, I mean, go. I'm not totally. I'm not totally gonna fucking ball, you know, fucking bash the guy because I can't wait to see blockers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm really not. I'm really not gonna trash him that much. But I mean, it is definitely the time. I mean, now, now more than ever, I'm really wishing the guy would just oh, go yeah. and leave. That's what in a, in a movie acting, he's fine. But when he's cutting a promo, he overacts. You know. I mean, you can't help. You can't help but look at that and you think, right. It's three three matches in the space of fucking three weeks. Yeah. Right? And someone has basically been affected in every week by that by that selfish Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the, all, every single every single like storyline has basically already been set un, unless some injury happens or anything like that coming out of this mania. So everything is written in stone except for one fucking person. And that's John Cena. Because John Cena gets to change the fucking course of fucking history and the future every fucking week. Every week. If John if John wants to change something, it's done. You know? Well, there was... I've got to go to WrestleMania, Jack! It doesn't matter who I have to bury, Jack! Was... They're going to get buried, Jack! There was a, a rumour floating around after Raw that he, apparently Cena tried to push them putting Rollins over in the chamber match, but they wouldn't listen to him. So, I mean, how much Did do we believe fuck? that? Did he fuck? We knew it was going to be Roman six months ago. 
Jesus it's like Christ. in 2010 when he knew he effed up. Now, this is when John really knew he effed up because Edge and Chris Jericho told him, yo, SummerSlam, Wade Barrett and the Nexus need to go over. And John was like, no. And he, what happened in that match? John Cena pretty much came out and squashed the Nexus. And then John realized, oh, you guys were right. So there you go. There's been – this is what people freaking forget, man. There's been that many stories about John Cena's lack of wanting to work with yeah. other people and put people over. They're documented. It's not – they're not butthurt people. It's a fact. John Cena has got as much pull in that company as Triple H has got. You know, if John Cena wants something, John Cena gets a lot. Kenny Dykstra, if John Cena Alex wants Riley. someone's missus, John Cena's taking your missus. He's a new Because edge. you will get, exactly, you, you <laughs> will get pushed to the back of the line. Yeah. You know, you, you, your missus will no longer look at you in that attractive way. She will no longer lick her lips, but John Cena's licking his lips. Just be thankful he's got a sticky nicky. Oh, you know. Man. For how long? For how long? <laughs> when she sprouts that bum, bump on her stomach, which won't be long, he's going to move on to someone else. Please, please be Liv Morgan. Please be Liv Morgan. But yeah, let, let's, no. set, let's set a date for the wedding. Oh, I don't know if I've got what it takes anymore, Jack. Oh, well, you know what, Jack? <laughs> I was going to say... I don't Liv... know if the WWE could do without me, Jack. <laughs> I can't give up. And I, I won't give up, Daddy. Give up. There's only one ring in my life. That's the squared circle, baby. That's got three gonna, ropes, Jack. I bet you when, when he retires, that four-poster bed that he's got is going to turn into a WWE ring. <laughs> I can't let it go, Nikki. I can't. I was Look what I got from Argos. Well, <laughs> well, he ain't going to live Morgan. I think you guys over there in the UK got to beat because it looks like Tyler Bate beat him to it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she likes Mustache Mountain. Mustache Mountain, baby. Um, so a, a couple more things happened on Raw. Uh, Bailey kind of abandoned Sasha, and everyone thought, "Oh no, it's a heel turn." That that wasn't a heel turn. It was payback. The that heel... is clap material, baby. Yeah, I mean it was good, but it wasn't a full heel turn. No, that's still it, to come. Not yet. That's still not to come. Yet. I the did one... like it. I did like it. I think my only my only thing from it, which I which I didn't like, was it, as 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 quick as we seen it, it was so quickly forgotten. The camera changed. Yeah. Oh my god, the camera! You know, cuts. I thought that was so poor. I thought, fucking hell, what are you doing, Kevin? Fucking done. You had to go back to Asuka. That was a big fucking moment, and so quickly as you you gave it. So it was so quickly, it never happened. I just retweeted a uh, a tweet this morning, actually, of a clip from SmackDown that was 34 seconds long and uh -huh. contained 32 camera cuts oh. in That's 34 terrible. seconds. Well, guys, they kind of sort really of followed to get it up. The cameraman. It's, the, 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 it's so poorly shot. It really is. The camera angles are shocking. You know when you watch again, I'm going to do it, when you watch New Japan? Yeah. yeah. All, all you need the is three cameras. The the hard, all you need is a hard cam, one in either side of the ring, and that's mm -hmm. it. You don't need 20-odd fucking that, that's, cameras. That's, that, for me, was huge. You, you know I, I'm not big on Bailey. 
Yeah, no. Yeah. That for me was huge. And I was so fucking happy. They were, I said it the other week, didn't I? I did say you it did. when we were on about Sasha. I said, no, I really don't think they're going to go with Sasha. I think it's going to be Bailey. And, Butch, and I'm so up. happy they've gone with Bailey because I tell you what, if they let this girl be creative mm. and let her handle her own shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Give her a fucking badass look, man. You know what I mean? Give her another stupid fucking ponytail. Yeah. Even uh, Izzy's you turned know. heel. Yeah, In some little backyard wrestling yeah, promotion, yeah, yeah. she turned heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I see now. <laughs> I see you're, now. She got a good and promo with people calling people fucking inbred, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah. whoa, what the hell?" <laughs> she's she's ten years old, and she got a decent heel promo. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, guys. When Bailey was on the Indies, when she was the Vina Rose, she was a heel. Now we get to see incorporation of possibly heel thing there, and they followed it up with their exclusive. The, the guy asked her, Bailey, so what's going on with you and Sasha? Why didn't you help out Sasha? She goes, "I got my reasons," and then she walked away. Mm-hmm. That's it, say little. Don't say nothing. You know? Sometimes less is more. Exactly. I mean, what I would basically do is have Sasha basically, from from, from here on in, Sasha wants the answers. All Bailey has to do is say nothing and just stare. Yeah. You know? That's all you need to do, man. The, the, the girl, right? When you watched her in early days NXT, mm-hmm. you know... She looked, she looked very, very green. And then when you went into, um, you know, a, a rivalry with, uh, obviously, Sasha, Charlotte, that girl, she, she, she's got a button. She's got a switch. She, she can go from tame to being aggressive. You imagine that, that style, but when she loses her shit now as a heel. <clears throat> They're pushed. I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Bailey, you've done it. You may have just turned me into a Bailey, a Bailey fan. Well, we did see a little bit of a mean streak in NXT when she got pushed too far. Yeah, I, I, I just, I think this is, I think this is good. I think it's really good. Um, I think, I think it is. It is. It's really, really, really good. Uh, you know, I just hope they don't fucking be fucking. Put her in any stupid alliances with people or anything like that, man. She needs to walk her own path. Make, you know, make, make her own character again. Again, what I've always said is, and I, and I live by this, you have to be an over-heel before you can be an over-face. Absolutely. You know, and I really do hope this. Not she, this, this, this is her way to actually invent herself. Make herself loved because... It's not forced. The hugger yeah. thing was a forced fucking gimmick. It, you know what I mean? It, it was. She was basically the female John Cena, and it backfired the moment that fucking Izzy came out wearing a and was photographed with a Alexa Bliss top. Yep. <laughs> Kids don't always like the smutty, make you smile. You know what I mean? They don't, man. Kids are very much like adults, and they're very, very intelligent in the way they think. We're the tw- it's within the 21st fucking century where TV doesn't always evolve around Disney and fucking Nickelodeon anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Kids like cool things like the fucking Walking Dead. People are going, whoa! <laughs> you're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to let your kids watch Walking Dead. Of course I fucking am. 
Zombies are cool. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Zombies are cool. <laughs> wait, wait, as long as you're an educated, fa- uh, educated parent that can separate reality from fiction and it all be in a controlled environment where your children know this is okay while you're with me. It's not okay when you're out there. And I, people can shoot me down as much as they want. But as long as it's in my controlled environment, I'm cool. Well, no, you, you, look, know? you look at all these Marvel movies now with all this over-the-top violence, and that's fine for kids. Dead, Deadpool, Deadpool's in kids' fucking comics. <laughs> Why is it not okay for them to watch Deadpool? Kids you love know? Marvel. I'm okay with my son seeing a fucking dildo going up an ass. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, the first thing he's going to say to me, what, well, what's, what, what's that there? <laughs> Whoa, hey. You don't need to know. It's a sausage. Oh, it's a sausage. It? It's a sausage. <laughs> Here it is. Also, I will say this. We talk about, uh, and speaking of that, yes, I had the privilege when I was a kid, a young kid, to see a great movie that was The Lost Boys that you guys covered. So, yeah. Like, it's like, come on, people. You have to just have intelligent parents. Yeah, exactly. And number two. Speaking of heels, all of a sudden Mickey James and Alexa Bliss are all of a sudden Pally Wallys again, and now it looks like uh, Mickey's like... Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're teasing an Alexa face turn or if she's gonna stab her in the back again or what. I don't I don't know where it's going. I don't know where it's going either. Well, well, it's it's it's, it's just pointless to me. I mean, I don't I don't get it. You know, you're gonna basically have you've got you've got Naya. It's basically with with Alexa and Mickey and Asuka now is going into WrestleMania. <sighs> See, I'm fucking so lost, guys. I'm so lost. The reason I'm lost is because I'm not looking at the raw product and I'm not looking at Alexa Bliss. I'm looking at the SmackDown product and I'm looking at Charlotte Flair and I'm thinking, you're so fucking lost. Yeah. Because because add the Raw, add Monday Night Raw being booked correctly, Charlotte will not suffer. Do you know what I mean? It didn't need Asuka and it didn't need Ronda Rousey. That's a selfish, selfish move. And what could have been a great match, whether it had been Rousey versus Charlotte or Asuka versus Charlotte, personally, I'd prefer to see Asuka versus Charlotte. And have somebody like Naya versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, you know, basically, I, I just the SmackDown Women's Division is bullshit. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's f- if I have to seriously watch Ruby fucking Riot versus Charlotte at WrestleMania, it's I'm com- gonna be so pissed. Dude, it's coming. The happiest I've seen Charlotte in months is on Mixed Max Challenge when she was teaming with Bobby Roode. Exactly. Look at the smiles, the strut. Dana, nice I'm, to see you. It's my protege. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be so pissed, honestly. I'm going to be so pissed. Well, who the hell do you got? I mean, you would hopefully think that they were going to go with Charlotte and Ronda, but now it looks like we're going to get Kurt Angle and Ronda against Triple H and Stephanie. Uh, who, who else do you got on SmackDown for her to face? Sarah Logan? I mean, it, it looks like we're going to get Ruby again at yeah. WrestleMania. Um, in a way, I'm glad Ronda's not going straight against the champion. I agree. I agree, absolutely. 
Uh, and people gave her shit for Elimination Chamber. I can mm. understand why she was nervous and her promo skills weren't up there. It was her first proper appearance, but she was fine the next night. Well, my, my problem, right, my main problem with Ronda Rousey is Ronda Rousey's a fighter. Yeah. She's a fighter. That, that's all Ronda Rousey is, is a fighter. She's not there to talk. Exactly. She's there to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And right now, she's all out of gum. And when yep. when she turned yeah. on the intensity, miles better. It, it promos were the same in UFC. When Ronda Rousey talked, she, she was speaking. She'd tell you she was going to rip your fucking arm off. You listened. You know? This is sports entertainment. What the fuck do you want it to sound like? <laughs> well, what, what really? What do you, do you want it to sound like a comic book fucking comic book character like John Cena? Fake as fuck. Ronda Rousey is real. Whether you like it, whether you like the fact that she doesn't sound like a fucking scripted character, it's no fucking it. problem. <clears throat> she, yeah, she's not scripted. She's fucking real. She's badass. Go stand in front of her and let her cut a fucking real promo on her. Let her tell you she's going to punch you in the face ten times. And then she punches you in the ten t- face ten times. Your nose is all busted up. Your jaws over the other side of your face. You go, fuck me, that was real. Yeah. Yeah, there's a reason, because she's real. You could see the difference. I mean, she was choking because it it was a massive moment for her, and you you could see how much it meant to her to sign with WWE, but as soon as Kurt Angle started spreading that bullshit, she flipped the switch. It's like Kurt Angle. It's like Kurt Angle. This is the same shit. I I, I really don't know why I joined these fucking wrestling groups. I really don't know, because I get so agitated with looking at some of the posts... I see sensible posts, and then I read fucking idiotic comments with people that clearly fucking believe that wrestling is real. Right? Damn it. It's not real, people. It's not real. It's not real. I know it took me 37 years to believe it too, but it's not real. (laughs) You know? And I honestly, I look at these fucking comments, and I'm like, jeez, do people really get that... I get pissed off because I'm so fucking frustrated with the fact that something I've loved for so long is getting too, so much like a, a business every year I watch it that the money generated has to go through one person. WWE have spent four fucking years trying to make Roman Reigns the man. They failed on every level. People like me, Mike, Daz, yourselves, are so fucking intelligent that they can go, this guy's not bad, but he's not getting over because people know it's fucking engineered. It's not natural. It's not a natural talent. It... It's never going to happen if you're fucking written a hundred pages of bollocks by a guy that used to work in fucking Disney. (laughs) You've got a guy screaming, I'm the guy. You know? And I was like, oh, my Lord. But yeah, like you say, these groups and people are fucking having a row. And and they're rowing about Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey should never have been signed because she can't cut a promo. Okay? 
right, okay, yeah, that that's a fair comment. She can't cut a promo. And she's got no and she's got no wrestling ability. Hang on. Hang on. Last time I looked, she was fucking she, she, she screams wrestling. She screams a different style of wrestling. Have you not watched any of her fucking career? You know? I, yeah. I, I just I, I I don't I don't get it why people have to freaking she's not she's got presence. Right? And there's so many people in the WWE right now that when they step into a ring, what do you do? <laughs> she's got presence. You know? She makes she makes you go quiet. Right? If you can get a reaction from day one, yeah, she's Ronda Rousey, and yeah, she's already got star fucking power, doesn't she? Mm. But it's so easy. I mean, how many guys, how many people have we seen over the years, celebrities, fucking host draw, and not get a pop? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm saying. Rousey came out, she stood in a ring, and it was that moment when she picked up a mic and people go, oh, fuck, she, she's boring. Oh, good. I mean, the, the problem is what they wanted to command the fucking command the ring on her first appearance with a mic. That was fucking. Eh, eh. Also, the crowd didn't help. No, yeah. they were already pissed off. I mean, they were boisterous. They were loud. They were chanting over yeah. her. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, well, that was it, man. They, they 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 had to go down the fucking thing. Ronda Rousey, yeah. she come from the octagon, and we're better to we're better to have a have a debut. Oh, let's put her in elimination chamber. Why? Because it's got a square fucking cell now. <laughs> sure. Well, here's something that may not have helped, and I'll say this. I'm I'm sorry, Des, but here we go. So everybody's still kind of meh and eh about this. So you have Bray Wyatt come out and kill. Slater and Rhino, and talk about you made me do this, Matt, and I'm coming for you, run. So obviously, the compound is coming. I honestly do not give a fuck about this rivalry anymore. See? No. There you go! No, I don't. I mean, no, I, I, don't. I, I was pissed off at Chamber when the crowd started playing with a beach ball during the match, but at the same time, I can understand why they were bored. It's just maniacal laughter. The whole thing. <laughs> The whole feud right now is just being built on maniacal laughter. Exactly what I tweeted. Somebody please tell the raw writing team there was more that made Matt broken Matt Hardy successful than just laughing every week. They haven't got a clue how to write broken Matt. Matt knew how to make broken Matt work. <laughs> that's 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 what I'm saying. That this 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 he's he's got no creative control over this at all. You know, and that that's the one thing that I didn't want to happen at all. Was there be lack of creative control? Well, maybe, maybe do you know what? Maybe maybe they're looking at me. Maybe he's suffering because there's no Jeff. And they said Jeff might be there in time for uh, Mania. They now that's a might. So then we could get the whole uh, obsolete mule and this ah, and that. They I, don't think, I, I really don't want that myself, to be honest with you, because I just think. Uh, do you know what? I really detest the music. I yeah, detest and me. it with a passion. I, I fucking hate it. Me too. I will delete you. Yep. 
I hate it. It is so fucking shit. And like I say, I, I despise WWE for allowing some every fucking theme tune this, these new people are doing is dog shit. CFOs. You know, fucking hell, man, get Jim Johnson back. <laughs> Seriously. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's tacky and generic. Yes. He's ta- Matt Hardy looks tacky and generic. Yeah, he does. The only Matt thing Hardy looks tacky about and generic. Yeah, the only Impact thing that was- fucking fans are pissing themselves laughing. It's like he's playing dress-up as Broken Matt. Well, speaking of dress-up, did you guys see that the whole his ring gear is mostly similar to what we saw in Impact, but the only difference is on the back of his uh, jacket, it says House Hardy on it. That's the only thing that's really new about it. I just... It's it's just it's so fucking embarrassing. It's you know with, with the th- and, and I think the one thing that you could say with with, with Matt Hardy when he was in when he was in a impact was you would see something new from him every day, yeah. every yeah. day, yeah. every day he would be on social media saying you know he's going to delete you, yes, oh. you know. Ah, now all we're getting is ah, yeah, ah, and that's it. And it's the same random shit every week. They, they don't want him going on fucking social media. It's like my had a social media ban. You're not allowed to go on it more, more than, you know what I mean? More than twice a week. Because we, we just can't have that in WWE. He was constantly tweeting, man, constantly tweeting when he, when he was at Impact. You know, and that's not me. People say, "Whoa, he's getting big on Impact." Fuck Impact. You know, that's that's me. That's me. I was very much. People can go and listen to it. Uh, you know, other shows. I mean, our earlier episodes, when when Matt Hardy just came onto the scene with Broken Matt, and I fucking hated it. Oh, a lot of people I did hated at first. It. I despised it. You know, but but when you see the creative creative influence he had, and the fact that he made Impact Wrestling watchable, watchable. Yeah. Yeah. Only two guys back in that day were, were making Impact Wrestling watchable, and it was himself and EC3. Yeah. This, this, this you is know? what I don't I don't understand how WWE have failed to make a gimmick relevant that got Impact over. Mm. <sighs> I don't know, man. No, I know you mean. Speaking of something that's not getting over, well, Titus Worldwide lost two straight falls this week to the bar. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yep. I... They, they haven't got a clue what to do with the bar. They don't know what to do with Titus Worldwide, so they just throw them together well, for the sake of it. It's back, in, it's back, into, it's back into limbo, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. The tag team division is back into limbo. We, we, we've kind of like, we've exhausted our options. You know, even now we're going to have Finn Balor fucking walk out on his own now. The, the club don't basically walk out with him. Yeah, we're going to get the triple threat with Seth you know? and Finn at Mania. Uh, um, which, which I'm okay with. Uh, I wish, I'm happy with that. I wish they were doing more, yeah. but I'm okay with it. No, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Um, it it kind of <clears throat> gives me it kind of gives me a bit of uh, faith in the fact that you know we're. we're Braun could kind of weasel, weasel his way into Brock and Roman. I, I really do believe that. But then <clears> I look at it and I think, what about Elias? I was thinking the same thing. I'd like Elias to be added to the match and win it. 
Yep. You know, <clears throat> Elias Piatti to the Intercontinental. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'd yeah. be a good step for him to win the IC title. I think the Mania. problem I've got, though, right, when we look at it is. WrestleMania at the minute, I'm not saying it's going to be, but when I look at Mania, all I see is a lot of fucking triple threats. And, other, that. and that, this is the problem I'm having, is, you know, I still see Nia Jax getting in on that women's. Because, because not because, it, it's the right thing to do. Because, when you look at the story writing and the storytelling, this is what it's all about. It's storytelling. It's writing. And you spend that much time creating something. When you try and put a stop to it, you're kind of like, you've affected this person's momentum. You've given them this much momentum where if you used your fucking intelligence, you would let them finish the momentum. It's it's like slowing a fucking train down at 120 mile an hour, and you want it to stop straight away. You, 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 it's not going to stop without fucking derailing, is it? You, you know what I mean? Nia Jax is a fucking freight train. Yeah. She's a freight train, you know? And it's what we argued about, and what we not argued about, but we had this discussion weeks and weeks and weeks ago when she was basically coming out about an all-sweetie thing with fucking... Enzo and stuff like that and we said she'd lost her character she had her hair in all braids and she looked all fucking nicey nicey and then in recent weeks we've seen her put Asuka through a fucking wall we've seen her fucking derail the fucking, you know what I mean, the Empress of Tomorrow only to not have a fucking match at Mania no man, that's not how you do shit you know what? What you do is what you do is you have Nia go into fucking mania. You don't put the title on Asuka because Asuka doesn't need it. Asuka can still be undefeated at Mania, but have Bliss take the fucking pinfall, and then yep. you carry on with Asuka versus Nia. We don't need to continue to push Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is fucking huge. The She's girl funny. picks up a microphone. You listen. I personally would have Alexa Bliss go back to SmackDown. What you you don't lose anything, you really don't lose anything, you know. It's just fucking, it's just silly. And like you say, when you when you look at when you look at now what you've got with the IC, it just shows that how much some certain things can affect the movements. I mean, what what affected Dean Ambrose when Ambrose picked up that injury out on Rollins, and other, oh, and other people. You know, what was the original plan? Because there must have been an original plan for Mania and the IC title. Yeah. You know, as you were saying, I believe it was Rollins versus Ambrose at Mania. Or Jordan. You know, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. You know, a, a lot a, a, something, something's really affected something. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I honestly believe that. Kurt Angle was not going to be in any fucking tag team match. No. You know, I believe that this this is very much being added late because I don't probably think they were going to get Rousey or 
it's been a last minute thing, you know? And they've gone on and they go, well, this 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 match could have been three years fucking late. The Rock ain't interested because he's filming. We really need to add someone. Let's fucking get Kurt Angle. <laughs> and that pains me to say because it just sounds like I'm disgusted. Yeah. But we're going to have Kurt Angle. I am disgusted. The guy does not belong in a wrestling ring anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. He fucking anyone that's seen his work since he's left, since he's left Impact, he had a match with Alberto Del Rio in the UK, uh-huh. and he looked broken. I'm sorry if you, anyone anyone can say that that you know what I mean. One more match, Kurt Angle. You're no. fucking silly. We saw the last greatness of Kurt Angle in TNA. You know, you just you can't, man. It, it just looks so uncomfortable. Him giving that freaking angle slam to to Shane. I, I could, I could. Do you know what? Go back and watch it. It doesn't look like the Kurt Angle we've seen. Kurt Angle fucking angle slam the Big Show, Mark Henry, Batista, comfortably big guys. Uh-huh. Mark Henry. He looked like he struggled. Did you see him trying to walk? In that match. He's so beat up that it's like, why are you putting him in the ring? Do you know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it's hot. It actually looks like, remember when, obviously, Stone Cold. When Stone Cold broke his neck and he came back, Stone Cold, he could still go. Yeah. But he walked differently. Yeah, he, he went to two knee braces every every week. Uh-huh. He walked differently. He 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 looked like he was wearing a backpack with with fucking bricks on it. And that's angle. That it, it, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be seeing it. And, and most of all, we shouldn't be watching a guy, you know, a guy that was the fucking best wrestler. And I'm, I I firmly believe, you know what I mean. I don't believe he was the best wrestler ever, like everyone says. Because I'm, I, I, I still to this day believe that fucking Eddie Guerrero, in my opinion, in my opinion, I believe Guerrero and Benoit was still, you know what I mean? Mm. It, 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 the, dif- the difference, the, the, the difference. Angle was an Olympic wrestler. Yeah. You know, he wasn't of the same wrestler as it's the different styles. But I mean, when I watch you, when I watch Ben, well, they're, they're completely different. You know what I mean? I like to think, just say that they're, they're a thing of beauty. You cannot separate either. The different styles. Um, but I can't. I can't watch it again. I really can't. One, one bump. One bump wrong. <clears throat> I'm watching him fucking cut a promo. Oh, perfect it's example, just Butch. Well, perfect example, Butch. Uh, Elimination Chamber. Uh, remember, this is three years in the making. You know what you guys did to Ronda at WrestleMania 21. Um, Kurt, I'd like to yeah. remind you that that would be 31. And number two, you wrestled Shawn Michaels on that show. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not good, is it? You know, it's, it's really not good. It's cringeworthy to hear him talk. Mm. And- too, when he delivers the moves, like you mentioned, the angle slam, it's wonky. It looks uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's... he's pushing 50. 
and he's had major surgeries constantly over 20 odd years on his knees on his neck on his spine perfect example survivor series when he came out all taped up yeah well it's to me and i can we i've got I've spoke about this before. To me, it's insulting. It's insulting that you would clear a guy like that, but you would you would never clear Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I mean, come on, fucking hell. There's a complete difference in right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna say that Daniel Bryan is healthy. By any means, because I think when you're having concussions and you're having seizures, I, I suffer from seizures. I mean, I'm epileptic. Me too. You know, um, you know but when, when you kind of... There's... <sighs> Daniel Bryan's body is probably beat up by the amount of fucking wrestling that Daniel Bryan has done. People forget, like, that Daniel Bryan has wrestled since he was, like, fucking 14. Yeah, and it was <laughs> stiff. Um, yeah, you know... Daniel Bryan's wrestled in fucking nearly every fucking promotion, you know, going, um, and wrestled some very, very stiff people. Takeshi Morty. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but, I mean, fuck's sake, man, he's been in the ring with Minoru, Minoru Suzuki. I mean, fucking... Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> what the I mean, fuck? His, his own moves have, have been damaging, like those repeated running drop kicks he used to do, the headbutt yeah. he used to do. Yeah. But, I mean, do you... I mean, for me, I, I, I if I was a betting man, and and I would never bet on human life or anything like that, I would I I would be clearing Daniel Bryan tomorrow because I I would know that Daniel Bryan's body is still fucking working. He looks healthy, you know. He? he does. His body, you know what I mean? Fucking hell! What what? The, the guy, the guy. If if right, this is where it gets disrespectful. The guy's a family man. The yeah. guy has a newborn child. Well, not newborn. Probably he's very, probably very young. About one now. Yeah, very young. An infant um, child. But. The guy knows his limits, you know. Don't tell me for a second. This guy is very much in, in touch with human life hmm. and, and the world and everything in it. I've not, I mean, I've watched, I've watched, I watch fucking Total Fucking, you know what I mean? Total Fucking Bellas and I've watched Total Davis and things like that. And I'm more entertained by Total, Total Bellas that away from WWE TV because it's more, it doesn't seem to be as scripted. You know, and I watched the way Daniel Bryan is, and and I, you know, you see the heartbreak in him when he got told that he couldn't wrestle anymore, and you're like, fuck, you know. But I don't believe that that guy would actually entertain wrestling if it meant him being away from his child, you know. And I I firmly stand behind the guy, and I and I say, you know, if you've got to go somewhere else to get your fix, and for you to basically have the closure that you deserve, because let's be honest, he hasn't had the closure he deserves. That mm. that is the hardest bit no. to be told you're never going to wrestle again, and then to come out on in, on w, in WWE. Because WWE fucking TV wants you to fucking tell everyone why and get them a few a, a bit of a rating, you know. 
We're going to leak it in the morning that Daniel Bryan's going to retire fucking tonight on Raw. So fucking thousands and millions of people tune in. Get us the highest ratings ever. And then we're going to watch this guy go into a fucking depression. Yeah. You know, and, and talk about contemplating suicide on fucking Total Divas or whatever it was, you know, at the time. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to the crunch, then we're going to... Then we're going to fucking talk about Daniel Bryan possibly returning for Mania to take on Shane McMahon. Only again to say it's not happening. It's not happening. But yet we can put a guy in the ring that has suffered with broken necks, multiple back problems, speaks, speaks openly about numbness and loss of feeling in his legs and hands, but that's 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 okay. Also, that's okay. Also, you know, with a company, mm. you know, with a company that cares about our fucking, you know, our our personnel, but yet, fuck off. Also, you know what I mean? so, also been in rehab multiple times for painkillers, exactly. addiction, and alcoholism. Exactly. You know, let's let's not let's not beat around the bush, man. You, there's there's. <sighs> You know, don't insult fucking people's intelligence. It's in in the nicest in, in the nicest way possible. Kurt Angle's a mess physically. His body's a mess. I believe, right? And I and I said this on this show months ago when Daniel Bryan was growing his hair back and the beard. I believe that Daniel Bryan was doing that for a reason. Yeah. I believe Daniel Bryan thought he was going to get cleared. And what's happened since? The hair's been cut, the beard's been trimmed. The, the only silver Honestly. lining I can say to Daniel Bryan being GM for the last couple of years is his mic skills are greatly improved. And oh, it, fuck yeah. His timing is yeah. brilliant now. I just don't like him anywhere near Shane McMahon. I fucking detest Shane McMahon. Don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it. Shane McMahon does my head in. Do Sh Shane McMahon is PG. It's a fuck. The bickering made sense when we thought we were going to get a match, but now it's just... What's the point? Eating popcorn on TV. I know. Oh. Sh Shane, Shane's become childish. You know? Character-wise, anyway, I mean... Honestly. <clears throat> it's just it's just, it's just, just silly, man. It's just... It's borderline fucking boring. Uh, well, let's get into SmackDown in just a minute. Uh, but before we go through a break... Uh, don't forget, the next time we bring you a championship special is April 7th, as we present the third annual Promo Mania featuring Mike Larkin versus the two-time knowledge champion, Kenny Geller. And that showdown is over one year in the making, Mike. Uh, we'll also be predicting NXT TakeOver and Roman Mania 4. <laughs> Plus, the debut of the Iron Bank contract, which guarantees the winner a shot at the knowledge championship at any time in the following 12 months. And the theme song for said event is Machines by All Good Things, taken from the album of the same name, Machines, available right now <coughs> on iTunes and Spotify. For more information, go to maxwrestling.net slash promomania3. And we'll be right back after this. Yeah. Started with a stone cold heart. We don't need to create a machine. 
welcome back to the Max Racing Podcast. You may have noticed uh, a different website before the break there. Uh, well, the news broke on Wednesday, and we are very happy to announce that after almost three years, we finally bought our own domain. Uh, the website is now officially licensed at maxwrestling.net, so you can head there for all the information you need, all our news, the history of our specials, every Max Wrestling podcast, plus Throne Zone, uh, and the new rebranded Screen Gems, which is relaunching very soon, and our brand new spin-off show, New Japan Max Wrestling, uh, which debuted this past week. Hope you all enjoyed it. Unfortunately, the Butcher couldn't make it because Sky Broadband turned heel. Mm-hmm. Bastards. But yeah, uh, seems to do okay. Looks like people are enjoying it. Uh, more to come. As we said, the next time we'll be doing New Japan uh, will be the 46th anniversary show in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Now then, on to SmackDown. Uh, of course, it kicked off with John Cena because he had to go to Tuesday to find his road to WrestleMania. <laughs> and just, just like that gets an opportunity for a WWE title match because he's John Cena. Uh, which Rusev pointed out, by the way. Uh, Johnny Boy came over and instantly got himself an opportunity. Meanwhile, Rusev can't even get a match on SmackDown. But, according to Stephanie, Vince is listening to the fans. He, he's listening. He, he hears the Rusev Day chants every single week that are deafening every segment. He just chooses to do nothing about it. Which pisses me off. And I'm sure it pisses a lot of people off. I'm sure it pisses you guys off. Oh, yeah. Why? What? What is the problem with Rusev? I don't know. I really don't know. I'm struggling with it. I mean, it, it hasn't been the same. They haven't treated him in any good way whatsoever since he cut his hair all that time ago. I don't know what I just like. I said I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's just they. The, I think if I can be if I can be blunt, I think the one the one thing that always affected him, apart from that fucking that he got buried by Cena, mm-hmm. was the fact that Lana became bigger than him. <sighs> um, I would yeah. I would honestly say that you know that the, they gave Lana too much too much leverage. A bit like uh, Mark you Merrill know? and Sable. Yeah, they they gave her too much leverage. I mean, it was basically the Rocky Four story, where you had Ivan Drago and obviously his his wife, and his yeah. wife was nothing like a promoter, and that's how they treated the gimmick, and and that's basically how they booked Rusev to start with, and once Lana basically started getting all nicey nicey and saying too much in the ring, that was Rusev's downfall. Hmm. I I firmly believe that, and and this. I know as as much as we like Rusev Day, um, Aidan English is basically taking the limelight. Yeah, is yeah. is 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 Aidan English Rusev Day? I believe so. Yeah, I mean he sang it, and then you know. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Shane being a dick, what did you think about Shane singing Shinsuke Nakamura? Yeah, the guy's a prick. Like I said, the guy's a prick. The guy's a prick. Shane McMahon, right? He, he needs to he needs to be loved. Needs to be loved. In every segment, he's got to try and outdo the next person. Whether it be Sami Zayn, 
you know, whether, whether it be fucking Kevin O. There's a constant issue with Shane being very, very smug. I know it's TV, and I know, and I know it's I know it's, it's scripted, but there's something about Shane McMahon. The guy yeah. could go away tomorrow and come back in 12 months, and I'd mark out. Yeah, I was going to say maybe that's the problem where you just get into too you know, much of Shane McMahon. Yeah, too much, too much, too much. He doesn't even do a Stephanie and go away for a fucking month. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I mean the whole point of having a GM is that we don't need to have the commissioner every week. Exactly. Why we got to come in? What you know? La la. Last thing I fucking remember was when William Regal was the commissioner and the GM. Yeah. What? What? Do you know what I mean? We we've never had two people for one fucking post because a commissioner and a GM is the same fucking thing. The only time we had anything like that was Austin and Bischoff as co-GMs, but that was fucking funny. I mean, I mean, I was thinking this the other day. Is it about time, right, that NXT had a new GM and bring Regal up? Yeah, because I I respect the hell out of William Regal. He does such a good I job. I love the man. I love the man. I would I would kiss that man's feet. <laughs> I really no, I really would. I mean, now that's that, you know, honestly, I think that guy is so underrated absolutely and a, he, he's one of the guys that you know when when, when you when i look at i look at guys and we we say it one of the greatest wrestlers and there's there's a hand there's fucking loads of people i could name you know and we're gonna do i'm gonna do this now we're gonna, we're gonna play a little game right and it's off the top of your head right and we're gonna keep going until we until until we can't think, you know, like you're allowed two seconds, right? Right. Greatest guys to never hold a world title. Roddy Piper. Right. Damn, he stole mine. World's <laughs> <laughs> uh, finished. Jake, Jake the Snake. William Regal. Yeah. Well, I assumed we were starting with William Regal. Okay, let's go. Let's go again. Um, million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Uh, Rick Rude. Wow. Owen Hart. Oh, you nicked mine, bastard. <laughs> uh, uh, British Bulldog. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, Rick Martel. Or is it Rick Marshall? Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that, that's what I'm saying. You can you can literally go. I mean, Dusty Rhodes, we never said. Yeah. Yes, sure. You know, uh, he, yes, he held the NWA. We never held the WWE title, yeah. But he never held the WWE title. There's oh. so many guys. Well, in that case, Sting. Yeah. Sting. I mean, yeah, he you was multiple-time champion elsewhere, but never to in me, WWE. To me, to me. To me, I, I, I would argue that he held a title which was more prestigious than the WWE, and I would say that. And I, uh, But I'm going back to, I firmly believe WCW was the better promotion in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really I ju- watch I just, much WCW in the 90s because I, I was still young. I just think it had the better guys. I mean, you look at Ron Simmons, Butch Reed, as fucking Doom hmm. as a tag team. Uh, and this is what I say. A lot of people say that man and managers, Bobby Heenan was the greatest manager ever. I, I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that. I believe there's only one guy that comes close to him, and that's Jim Cornette. What about Paul Heyman? No, Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. No, no one. No one could walk 
a ramp like Jim Cornette could in, in WCW. Paul Heyman was very, very good in, uh, with the Dangerous Alliance yeah. in WCW. Um, but Jim Cornette walking, walking that ramp with Bobby Eaton and beautiful Bobby. That son of a bitch. You know. Oh, the, the greatest. The great, I posted something earlier on in the group tonight about themes. Yeah. The Midnight Express had the greatest fucking theme ever. Apart after the Horseman. You know, and this you, know, you listen to some themes now, and like you said, like you were saying about Matt Hardy, oh, what dog shit. <laughs> you you go back and listen to um, you know things like I I posted one I just added just randomly I was just thinking, and deep brother Devon Reverend Devon's music. Oh, testify! He's coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? A perfection. Perfection. Yeah. A lot of the themes in the Ruthless Aggression times were cheesy but good. Like Christians. Could you imagine, right? Could you imagine, right? Devon with a heel. As a manager, with a heel New Day. Oh, my God. <laughs> it would be fucking amazing. Can we get old Deacon Batista would, as well? It, honestly, <laughs> it would be amazing. And I was thinking that the other day. I was like, wow. That that would that would actually be very very good. You know what I mean. Put a brand new twist. Just as the new day are getting a bit, you know what I mean. Twisty. Because Devon Devon's very very good on a mic. Oh yeah. You know what? You know it's. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> until the Bully Ray gimmick, Devon was always the talker of the Dudleys. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yes, he was in the W in ECW. Yes, he was. I mean, yeah. to, be, to be fair, Bubba couldn't really speak very well back in those days. But well, d- no, he d- couldn't. Totally, d- 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 yeah. <laughs> boys. Um, you know, it's yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, well, we spanned out there, didn't we? It's back down. Anyway, <laughs> um, another one who have... never won a WWE Championship, but was big in his time, quite literally, Rikishi. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's the only. He was the only person in that six-man hell in a cell who was never a world champion. Oh, he, he definitely, he definitely had the mechanics, though, didn't he? I mean, if you go back and watch that that match at Armageddon. Oh yeah. He definitely had. He definitely had the mark. The, and it's like I'm saying. It's like I'm saying. I was saying earlier on about momentum, and they stop you just as you've got that momentum. Rikishi had momentum. And that that push he and had as a heel up, against Stone Cold. I firmly believe. They were going to put the title on him if it hadn't have been for the dislocated shoulder. Because hmm. he fucked his shoulder up, didn't he, when Taker threw him off? That he actually yeah, did yeah. it then, didn't he? You know, I firmly believe there would there would have been something. Um, and I think that's why they say there's there's so much. Well, obviously they take so much pride now in in Roman getting the push that he's getting, because no the 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 family, the Honahai family have never ever. At that, are they? Apart from obviously Yokozuna. Yeah. Yeah. Yokozuna was like you the know? family that was like a yeah. And, yeah. and they like to say the Rock, but they're not really related. Nah, no, they're not. No, they're not. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, back to SmackDown. Back to SmackDown. Back to SmackDown. Back to SmackDown. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura was actually on the show this week. And he beat Aiden English. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're missing the big part about it too. 
We also had not just that. We had day one Ish in the New Day cut a very intense and fired up promo and then uh, excuse me while I leave the ring because here comes the Bludgeon Brothers. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I was annoyed that they ignored the fact that New Day can't challenge Usos as long as they're champions because that stipulation just gone completely out the window. But Just threw it out the window. You guys don't remember that? Yeah. You, what are you talking about? I don't remember this. It was only, what, five Des- months ago? But um, at, Desperation, isn't it? At the same Des- time, that promo reminded me just how much I loved that rivalry. Me too. Um, I, just, I, I love, I love them too. You know, they do work so well together. They're just, uh, just, uh, just the Usos. Yeah, this is when we used to complain about them with the Siva Tau and being associated with Roman, and then they turn a new leaf, and it's like, hey, we love them. Day one ish. They're just they're serious. I mean, yeah. they can fuck, they can fuck about, but then they can. Change their character to like almost heelish and just mm. they're just they're so good. They're, they're so good. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I just, I just, oh, they, they really do deserve. And, and let's, let's be honest. I mean, I would like to see Bludgeon Brothers, but I think if we're going to get the best, we, we, we need to see New Day and Usos at Mania. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I would much, but you've, you've got that momentum, haven't you, against the bludgeons? Yes, you do. You, you, can't, you can't really have the bludgeon brothers lose, can you? No, no. and it kind of seems forced just inserting them into this feud. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no build-up behind it. They just keep sort of appearing. Yeah. And that's why I think I do think it'll be a triple threat. I mean, there's no Gable and there's no Gable and Benjamin. They've basically gone into no man's land. Yeah. Um, uh, gotta be honest, I didn't really hate Josh Jamal's appearance. Obviously, yeah. obviously, it was just to promote the the two pack and Biggie series, but uh, he wasn't as awkward as most celebrity guests are. Oh, he, you could I don't mind Josh Jamal. No, I, I do yeah. like him as an actor, but uh, it, it's it seemed as though he actually knew his stuff as well. Yeah, and he was having fun, and he actually respected, uh, you know, professional wrestling. Because a lot of these celebrities that you come in, just to name one, Jeremy Piven, you know, they just come in and just rather disrespect. They're just, they don't know shit. And then you have him come in, he had fun, he looks like he knew what he was talking about. That's what I love to see. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the fact, I love the fact that you've got like, uh, you got Fandango, basically. Love Fandango. Me I too. absolutely love him. Yeah. And... He's just talking, and he's like, he's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? And then it's just like that, that bit when it just like hits home, and he's like, oh my god, oh my god, we're, we're ruined. And you got Bree, you got Bree, you got Bree's looking at his t-shirt. He's like, we're finished. We're done. <laughs> we're done. I was just like, no, man, they, they, they could have been brilliant. Why, why didn't you put the belts on them just once? But no, we'll have Tyler Breeze coming out dressing like an old lady, grandma. <laughs> oh, I see. He's, he's, he's another one, man. I just, I was, I, I've gone back, right, all the way back to when NXT started, and I'm watching them again. And I'm up, I watched, um, I actually watched um, Breeze against Liger the other night. Oh, my God. And I, do you know what, dude? I was, I've been sat there the last few, last few days after I've been watching these NXTs, and I've just been like, what went wrong? 
We know what went wrong. His name's Vince McMahon. Yes. But... Well, here's the thing about that. Such an over guy. Yeah, he started as Mike Dalton in NXT. And he just put Jason Jordan a little bit. And then, you know, he he did this whole, you know, Breezango, this Tyler Breeze gimmick. And then, you know, he gets onto the main roster, has that feud with Ziggler. He gets punished for leaving Mm -hmm. early when he said he was told. And then Vince... They buried him. And it's like, what went wrong mm. with this guy? It's a shame, man. It is. It's a shame. It's a shame, to be honest, because, I mean, Fandango's the same. Um, John, Johnny Curtis. Mm-hmm. Um, another guy. Another guy with so much talent that's never, ever been allowed to, you know, fulfill his potential. But then again, all that, that, that there's a fucking long list of guys like that. You know, Alex yeah. Riley's. Um, the possibly still to this day I say is one of the greatest fucking face turns um, I've ever seen. People will probably go, "What, really? Yeah, yeah." Where he fucking... beat up the Miz and then he came out yeah. with the "Say it to my face" and just that brilliant theme music, man. Yeah. Fucking music was amazing. Um, and then John Cena, John Cena happened again. <laughs> Hi, John. You know? Kenny Dykstra. Yep. You know, there's so many guys not being here. Fuck, I'm going to say it, Jack Swagger. If people believe that Jack Swagger winning a world title was him fucking filling and peaking and filling his potential, you are so fucking wrong. No. Oh, you're still a joke then. You know? Jack Swagger. Yeah, look what he's doing now, by the way. Him, Tommy Dreamer, Laurel Van Ness, and all these people are going to be on Lucha Underground Season Mm 4. Yeah. So happy they signed Van Esteban. Yes, I, I really am. I think we're gonna we're, we're gonna see a totally different. Um, I, I I I'm looking forward to seeing what she can actually do in a. I'm gonna say more more serious company. Yeah, you know I, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, oh she's gonna and she and she's gonna and she's gonna get to wrestle a. Uh, Taya Valkyrie again, who apparently <laughs> Impact Wrestling signed months ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's happened, people. We've signed her. Well, she didn't show up, did she? She didn't show up. Uh, yeah, no. But you know why? Because she had enough. <laughs> I mean, and these tapings are so far in advance. We're going to see her and Rosemary go at it because, you know, it's three months in advance. Yeah. But yeah. And then you hear these, oh, this is what we'll get into Impact when I say it. But the one thing I'll say here is I see these Impact fans going, oh, they're going to Lucha Underground. That's really great. You know, they're going to Lucha Underground. They could possibly partner with them because most of their talent are in Lucha Underground. You know why they went to Lucha Underground? Because it has great writing and has some of the best soap operas. And you know what? Maybe they'll actually get paid. We'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Before we get into Impact, Mike, I want to see – if you've heard about this and your reaction to it. Okay. So apparently Jeff Hardy has uh, made peace with Jeff Jarrett recently. And of course, guess who shoots her mouth off again this week? I'm guessing it was uh, Queen Rebecca. Of course. She can't help herself. What'd she say? Uh, she retweeted the story and just said, oh, Jeff Hardy's one person. We still fucking hate you. Why? Oh, no, Why? Leave it alone. What, Leave it alone. Uh, what did Jeff Jarrett do? that Vince McMahon wouldn't have done. Exactly. I have said exactly. 
So my reaction to that is I've only had one experience with Rebby Hardy and she was quite pleasant. But the problem with her is she needs to shut the fuck up. She does. People will say uh, it doesn't affect Matt. It does. Her shooting her mouth off on social media will have a negative effect on her husband who works for a very public wrestling company. And she was so like... She's another one. She opened her mouth when she was on that WWE 24 documentary that they have coming out with the Hardys, and they filmed, you know, at the house or whatever. And she's like, well, well, everybody thought that I would never be on WWE. Well, hey, look at me. I'm in WWE 24. It's like, that's great. All you had to do was promote and say, look at look, look at what we got coming. Just not shoot from the hip again. Yeah, it's, it's, on, <laughs> it's, it's on a documentary on a subscription network. It's not as if you're on a public TV show. Exactly. But we probably will, because if we're going to get the compound at Mania, we're going to see her. We're we're going to see Vanguard 1. We're going to see King Maxwell. We're going to see Senor Benjamin. So there. It is what it is. We know, Rebby. We get it. But it's just like, shut the fuck up. She, I just, she, I'd just rather see Senor Benjamin, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, she's got I, an undeserved ego. She's a nobody. The only reason she, she's relevant mm-hmm. is because she married Matt Hardy. Like I said, she's a cheap whore. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I've seen I've seen a lot like the lot lot that look like her in fucking uh, in Prague and fucking in Amsterdam. You know? There's a reason why Awesome Kong wanted to kill her. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, just, she'd have done it now, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so Mike, it is time for Impact. Okay. All right. Break, Let me get... break, brace for Impact, people. Okay, so let me get the news first before I get into Impact in sixty seconds, people. We're doing big things. You know why? Because we partnered with Rise. Now, for those who don't know, Rise is a, a company based out of Chicago. A lot of talented women who've wrestled there, and I'll, I'll say that as much. Mm-hmm. And Medusa and Bull Nakano did a couple appearances for them. So it came out on Twitter this week that Impact released the following statement. statement excuse me. Uh, we've delighted to partner with Rise for a big seminar with the huge opportunity to learn from Scott Damore, Jimmy Jacobs, Sanjay fucking Dutt, and Gail Kim. Don't miss your chance to be evaluated by Impact Management. And then Rise pretty much comes back and says, this partnership is truly a win-win for our companies. More importantly, this is a win for all our fans. The future is bright as we work with Impact Wrestling to build a better tomorrow today. So that was the statement there for working with Rise. Another statement came out this week as uh, a lot of talents went to Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson, a pro wrestling insider, PW Insider, talking about, you know, well, hey, cuckoo-cachoo, I am the owl. Hoo-hoo, Ed, the owl, pretty much came out and stated that. Talent is not behind their pay. We generally provide for talent to be paid as independent contractors in the month following a month in which services are rendered. This was an improvement over previous management, <clears throat> Dixie Carter, where talent uh, were issued only as the actual episodes and could be as much as 12 weeks after tapings before final installments were delivered in regards to their checks. We instituted a payment policy last year to pay for all services rendered in a month in the following month, regardless of when the shows were air. Accordingly, checks for January were mailed earlier mid-month. Checks for November were mailed mid-December. And we realized that one unexpected impact of moving our corporate offices to Canada has been a further delay with mail services going cross-border. We are working to streamline our talent payroll processing so future events will be paid closer to the beginning of each month after services are rendered. So that was Ed the Owl's statement on that. My point to that is Impact fans will say, at least, you know, Ed's taking care of it. Ed is putting out these statements. He should have to fucking put these statements out. Pay your people! And that's all I got to say about that. So they so they work a month work. in hand. Pretty much. Can you imagine if Brock Lesnar had to work a month in hand? We'd see him even less than we do now. The owl would not be hooing. 
The owl would be dead. Ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Alright, let's start the clock. Here's impact in 60 seconds. Impact in 3, 2, 1. So we started off this week's show with LAX against the Cult of Lee. Cult of Lee get the win, and we're going to get a tag team title match in a couple weeks at Crossroads. Boom. Where have I heard such a name like that before? You know how WWE does Roadblock? Well, Impact's got Crossroads. Then we got Brian Cage uh, squashing Hunter Law in very dominant fashion was one uh, Brian Cage. And his new finisher, that uh, Falcon Arrow, is now called the Drill Claw. And then we had Matt Seidel and Petey Williams from Destiny Wrestling. Yes, Destiny Wrestling people. Matt Seidel gets the win. He's talking about challenging Ishimori, which the best part about that is he mentioned Ishimori's name. And what were those fans chanting? Who? Who? So then we get to Kago Kong and Jimmy Jacobs want to call out Abyss, but Grandma Jenny comes out and says uh, that she's had enough of them. And Joseph Park comes out and says, you know what? My grandma told me not to uh, put my hands on anybody, but I'll make an exception. The Kago Kong beats up Joseph Park, and next week we're going to get Kago Kong and Joseph Park. Uh, then we have Moose and Alberto El Patron at Future Stars of Wrestling in a no disqualification match. Future Stars of Wrestling out of Las Vegas, where when Disco Inferno trans wrestlers, uh, Alberto gets Alberto El Patron gets the win in a very uh, competitive matchup. Then we get Lashley and Eddie Edwards. By the way, Lashley has had enough versus OBE and tag team matchup. Uh, we see Eddie Edwards and Lashley get the win with the Boston Knee Party. And then EC3, who by the way has been gone for like five weeks now, against Johnny Impact, and the winner faces Austin Aries at Global Champ for the Global Championship of Crossroads. Uh, Johnny Impact gets the win with the Starship Pain. Austin Aries comes out, they have the stare down. We're gonna get it at Crossroads. Um, please, I hope we're in business for Slammiversary. It's our 200th redemption. As you all know, it's bound for bankruptcy three. The future's bright. We're on Twitch. We're on the Global Wrestling Network. We're partner, partner, yeah, partnering with Rise. I can't even talk. I'm Ed the Owl. Hoo, hoo, hoo. And that was impact. It's just... I love it, you know. I, lo I love it. I love it. I love it. Wow, people. Wow. Wow. Impact Wrestling. I'm going to... Just... I'm going to go and subscribe to Impact Network. <laughs> it, GWN. It, it's just... That's where I'm it's going. Terrible. I'm going right Planning. now. You've got... Big things. You've got a Big guy. Things. In a number one contendership match. Well, I got the, I also got the conversion rate, people, for for nine ninety nine yen. You're actually paying six pounds sixty four a month. Wow. But but it's not worth it. These are the fans that will say the new Japan network it. is not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't waste your money. I mean, instead we're gonna we're gonna watch uh, the Cult of Lee against LAX. LAX. You know, and we're gonna watch Ovali Crackheads <laughs> against someone else, <laughs> and we're gonna have Mr. Charisma himself, Eddie Edwards. Oh my! And it was you know, but but we're 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 changing, we're changing the the face. You know, we're gonna we're gonna sign deals with Rise, Rise people. You know, after this this people is is after. We also signed multiple deals, multiple deals to use, you know, sign deals with the crash. Nowhere since last last time I looked, the, the last person to wrestle from any of them, I mean, we lost the clown dude. Uh, all the masked fucking villains have gone back to fucking Mexico because they didn't fucking... Because they couldn't pay them. That's exactly what this is. They the, couldn't pay them. And Butcher, just to note, the crash relationship with Impact has ended. So there you go. Oh, it's ended. You see? 
Oh, fuck. You know what? I, I must have missed something because, you know, because I've never, ever subscribed to GWN. <laughs> I mean, you could watch all that exclusive content on the, the channel, couldn't you? Ah, oh, see? <laughs> you know? Twitch. I, 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 I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I, I, I must have got my fingers. You know what I mean? Wires crossed or something. I really thought, you know, and Noah, Noah, let's let's just look at Noah. I mean, Ishimori. Ishimori people. Is Ishimori the only guy that's come from Noah in this um, swap? Technically, no, because uh, no. Nayamichi Marafuji has wrestled on Impact, but we hardly see him ever. And I'll be honest with you, the first time I saw Nayamichi Marafuji was actually not Impact Wrestling. It was Ring of Honor when he wrestled Ring of Honor. Guinness. Yes, yes. You know? Wow. I, I So, people, you know, I really hope you're, you know, enjoying your talent um, swaps. Because very, very soon, I'd be expecting to see a... Johnny Impact mm. packing his bags it, it, and going back it, it to Lucha me. Underground. There's no forward thinking in Impact, and That's exactly. Do you know what people say? All oh, they tape so far in advance because it's cheaper. Well, obviously not because they're not paying their fucking talents, but it's also their biggest burden because you've got a guy in a number one contendership match for the top title when he was spotted in the crowd. Of the rival company two fucking months ago. Mm-hmm. And we've also got mm-hmm. Lashley on a show who's apparently signed with WWE now. And, and, and let's not forget, let's not forget, you've got one of your top guys already talking about joining WWE next year. Yep, Austin Aries said it in the teleconference. And he even admitted and, that he is not under contract. And by the way, Jimmy exactly. Jacobs. And by the way, Jimmy Jacobs mentioned. Oh, I have a handshake deal with Impact. Well, that's just fucking great, isn't it? And, and let's shakes not forget, aren't shit. And let's not forget, Alberto Del Rio apologizing and begging. Begging. <laughs> I'm sorry, Triple H. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for talking about my baby and your big nose and wanting to fight you and this, the Usos at my restaurant. You know, this, this, is just, this is just how credible Impact Wrestling is, people. People cannot wait to get out the door. I'm here. You know? But then there's people like Moose calling himself Mr. Impact. Oh, my God. Oh, Mr. Impact. There's a reason they call you Mr. Impact, Moose, because you can't wrestle for shit. I'm here. Now, this is a guy who said that he feels that Impact's roster has top Ring of Honor, and he feels that we can top New Japan. What the fuck yeah. are you smoking? Holy fucking smoke, you man. Fucking crackhead. Uh, you need to stop hanging around with OBE. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be going back to the WWE in the future, and uh, Paige made me say those awful things. I'm yeah, baby. yeah, she did. I'm a baby. You know? I don't understand this shit, man. I really don't. You know? And you just got these fucking people on fucking Twitter. I mean, BQ. I mean, that guy's smoking more crack than fucking anyone. <laughs> I would like to say that the knockouts tag title. See, my idea worked, because, you know, we got Rise. And, you know? But he's very quiet. He's very quiet, isn't he? He's very yeah. quiet. I mean, I challenge him. I challenge him. And I challenge him. People probably say, why would you Why would you fully need to challenge someone? Why do you need to do that? Wouldn't you say that's a bit childish? It is probably a bit childish. But when I, when I ask something and when I criticize something and someone publicly criticizes me without actually criticizing me and giving me a reason 
to challenge him. You know, I, I'm of I'm of the opinion I, if I ain't gonna block someone and I ain't gonna mute someone if they, I want to hear what they gotta say. I mean, I've never criticised the guy for fucking anything other than wrestling. You know, I firmly believe if you're going to kiss the ass of something, give me a reason to agree with you. Because everything that he said and I've always challenged him about is bullshit. You know, bullshit. The guy, the guy's a fucking fool. And he's got guys, you know, his little his little minions, his little followers protecting him 24-7. You know? You're smoking more crack than him. Well, they're laughing it up, as I would say, because, oh, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. BQ's right. <laughs> laughing it up. Just laughing it up. Well, that's like I said to him, you know, when I when I actually you see that tweet, tweet that I put, and I said to him about uh, oh, oh, uh, Casey Spinelli. Yeah. You know, you can't hide that shit, dude. I mean, you you, you won't even, Mr. Mr. Impact himself has done all these interviews, has got all this sway, and he's got to ask some fucker else for fucking the details, because... Guess what? She's had enough. <laughs> okay. I'm actually going to make my final point for this. So, all right, here we go, guys. So, if you actually looked at the Impact Wrestling roster, and we made a great point to talk about who's on the male side of things and who's on the female side of things. And you know how we said, obviously, they don't have a division. So, let me read what we have so far. Here's the here's the male roster. Abyss, Alberto El Patron, Andrew Everett, Austin Aries, Braxton Sutter, Brian Cage, Bupinder Singh, who's a part of this Desi Hit squad, and we haven't seen them yet because they're so far in advance and as far as freaking <laughs> tapings. Caleb Conley, Chandler Park, all ego Ethan Page, who apparently is the hottest free agent. Uh, Dave Christ, Desmond Xavier, DJZ, who looks to be gone because of his neck injury, and but whatever. Eddie Edwards, Eli Drake, Fala Ba Ba Ba, Garza Jr., who we haven't seen at all. Grado, who we haven't seen at all. Gersinder Singh, who's a part of the uh, Desi Hit Squad. Homicide, Jake Chris, Johnny Impact, the one and only KM, Congo Kong, Laredo Kid, who we hardly ever see, uh, Matt Seidel, Moose, Ortiz, Petey Williams, Rohit Rahu, the former Hakeem Zane, Sammy Callahan, Santana, Scott frickin' Steiner, Taiji Ishimori, Trevor Lee, Tyrus, and Vikas Kumar, who's on the Desi Hit Squad. Now we go to the female wrestlers. Alicia Edwards, Allie, Diamante, who's out with a knee injury, Kiara Hogan, who was trained by none other than Mr. Effin Hughes, uh, Casey Spinelli, who's listed on here, but she's inactive and was not at the last taping, which means she's probably had enough and will probably be gone, Rosemary, Sienna, who's inactive because of her uh, health issues, Sue Young, Taya Valkyrie, so that's your women. So you have about nine. eight, nine women on the women side of things, yep. And then you get your on-air personality. James Mitchell, Gama Singh, who's the manager of the Desi Hit Squad, Jimmy Jacobs, who signed, like we mentioned, to the handshake deal, and Conan. And then your broadcast team is fucking some dude named Jeffrey Scott, who's a ring announcer, Josh Matthews, Mackenzie Mitchell, and Sanjay Effin Dutt. That's your, that's your roster. All right, yeah, that's, 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 that's definitely a competition for New Japan. And how many of, how many of them are actually under contract and not rented? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know well, about is she more, is she, is she more? Noah. You That's know? Yeah. Um, Andrew Everett is currently with Noah. Yeah, he's on tour um, with them. Yeah. You know? Um, Taya Valkyrie, Lucha Underground. John Underground. Under contract. And, and let's be honest, let's be honest. Johnny, Johnny Impact. 
is Lucha Underground. The only reason they're wrestling with Impact is because Lucha allowed them while season four was being sorted out. Correct. Because it saved Lucha Underground, it freed up Lucha Underground some money because they were still having to pay the talent while all that fucking mess was being sorted out with fucking season four. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you you go you go back and look. I mean, Austin Aries not as, as openly stated that he's not he's not actually signed. I mean, let's be honest. If he'd signed with fucking Impact Wrestling, people, do you really honestly think Impact Wrestling would allow him to be wrestling with fucking four other promotions? No. Let alone he's wrestling freely. Let alone carrying their championships. The only reason Impact to put the title on him is because he's got fucking walking around with four other fucking straps. And it's good for fucking TV. You know? They're capitalising on a guy that's walked out of fucking, you know, WWE WrestleMania. It's... Fuck off, man. Austin Aries is coming back. And I'll tell you the reason he's coming back. It's because of his fucking woman. Duh. Hello. You know? Who's killing it I NXT, be, by I the way. Wouldn't be surpri- I wouldn't be fucking surprised if fucking WWE have already been on the fucking phone to him with all his 205 shares. Come back, Austin. But if he's fucking, if he's already signed fucking deals to work indies, he's going to one of them deals. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be fucking stupid. Fucking as if someone like Austin Aries is going to fucking go back and fucking sign a deal with Impact Wrestling. Austin Aries has already had three stints with Impact Wrestling. Do you know how it's finished? Badly. Do you know why? Because he's had enough. And he calls himself the belt collector because he has all the belts, including the grand championship, which is supposedly abolished. Fuck the Grand yeah. Championship. You know, <laughs> I can talk stupid, man. This, this... Um, now, speaking of Austin's woman, uh, who, of course, is managing uh, CN Almas, uh, we, of course, saw Johnny Gargano leave NXT last week and mm-hmm. he signed his release papers this week. Something that very... That wasn't in... happening, though, by the way. I'm gone, I'm gone, I'm gone, I'm gone. That wasn't happening, oh, right. though, by the way, because one of these people in one of these groups, it's a man called Stephen Green, <laughs> he does this thing every week where he predicts Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and he predicts pay-per-views. Right. Johnny Gargano, I've got it, I've got it, people. I've got it, and I've got evidence. He called me a liar. He called me a mark, and there was no way he had it on. He had it, right? He had evidence, right? Evidence, people, that it was not going to happen. Wow. Wow. Uh... Oh, I got a big F you, by the way, to say this week. All right, so at this NXT house show in Florida, it was Kyrie Sane versus Rhea Ripley. Oh, was in the main God, man, I know what you're going to say. Some fucking twat yells out Pearl Harbor and fucking happy ending. What the fuck is wrong fucking with you? Fucking disgusting. I swear to God. If I see somebody do that at an indie show, I'm not a violent person, but I will literally go over there and slap and just pound the living shit out of your face. Fuck you, you twat. Go ahead. Ah, that's disgusting. It is. I mean, does... do you know what, right, Mike? And I know you're, you're American, obviously. Yes. But that, the, the, them people are the reason why so many fucking countries around the world takes a dislike to the United States. You're not wrong on that. Because the, 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 there's, there's, you know what, there's, I, I, I'm not racist. And, and you know what, I, I believe in, in the world we live in, it's hard to 
appreciate certain cultures based on the fucking idiots that live within them. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and United States is all, always like... Um, it, it's a proud, very, very proud country. But it's the obnoxious fuckers and the people that never, have never, that don't know their own history. You know? That about the pilgrims and all that sort of stuff and who were the actual first settlers in the United States. But they still can't get past things like Pearl Harbor. And then they shout fucking disgraceful, hateful things like that. Fucking hell, man. Honest to God. The fuck's wrong with people? There's, there's never any place for racism anyway, but I mean, it, it's 2018. How, mm. how far evolved are we as human beings are pe- and people are out there chanting racist stuff at a wrestling event? Mm. Uh, and a res- mm-hmm. Wrestling is so multicultural as well, and always has been. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Kyrie Sane like, tweeted something about this. I know she came back and said something very Oh, she, she just put up a, a picture of all these different uh, cultures in, of people holding hands, which is fair enough, which is great. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. And exactly the mentality you should have about wrestling. It's mm-hmm. wrestling is for everyone. Yep. Um. I'm. I don't know if he was. He probably was kicked out. But I don't know if he was arrested or anything. But whoever was stood no, next to him, I don't know why. Fucking should have been. Whoever was stood next to him, I don't know why they didn't slap him in the fucking face at least. I'd have fucking ripped his fucking arms off. Because fans that were at the show and they wanted to like kick it. Uh, well, some people were pissed, obviously, and someone said, like, you know, if I ever see this guy at a friggin' indie show, I'm going to kick the crap out of him or just any wrestling show. <sighs> it's just, it made my blood boil. Fucking lunatic. Um, so we saw Johnny Gargano sign his, quote, release papers uh, on NXT this week, but something very interesting that William Regal said caught my attention. Now, we've predicted that um, he'll have one more match in NXT and it'll be against mm-hmm. the Tommaso Ciampa. William Regal said, even though you're signing these papers, you've still got to honour your obligations for house events, live events, any upcoming big events. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Take over WrestleMania weekend is a big event. Yeah, yeah. And he, he said, you should be done with NXT in the next few weeks, which would cover TakeOver. So it does look promising that we're still going to get Gargano and Ciampa one last time. Question is, where's he going after? Oh, I know a lot of a lot of people this week actually thought he was leaving WWE completely because he wasn't going anywhere. But NXT because he was leaving NXT, he was leaving WWE as well. No, no, I I I, I wouldn't be happy if that happened, Joe. I'd really be fucking really pissed. I mean, I don't want to see him on 205, but at the moment, I don't see where he's going to fit in on oh, I'd Raw love to Smackdown. see Gargano versus Styles. Me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd like a lot of people to go to SmackDown. Uh, the only thing that worries Smackdown me, of course, is the writing. It. SmackDown needs it. SmackDown needs it, man. They just need to get rid of that fucking idiot's fucking road dog. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I I'm, not, I'm not a religious man, man, but... I go to yeah. bed every night, man, and I and I and I really wish a fucking truck in it, fucking road dog. <laughs> well, Daz, didn't you say that there's a rumor going around that Jeff Jarrett's going to be on the SmackDown creative team? There is, yeah. It, I mean, it is probably just a rumor, but um, according to a few dirt sheets, which we don't tend to believe, it's just a mm. rumor. Uh, Jeff Jarrett is supposedly teaming up with Road Dog on SmackDown. 
Do you reckon? Uh, do you reckon Vince McMahon's bought the rights to uh, GFW? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, that's going to be amazing. There's so much content. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We get all the the uh, what amped. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get all six episodes. All the Creek TV. We got Boulder Creek TV, son. We got Rocky, yes. we got Rocky Mountain. Now we've got Boulder Creek. <laughs> oh my God! Here's the problem with that. And we'll go back to NXT. Fucking, you want to tell me New Japan ain't worth shit? Fucking, I'm looking at this GWN app and look at what I get, and I don't pay for it. But here's the thing: you get Rocky Mountain Pro, a uh, friggin' Wrestle Pro. You get like all these other like indies, and I'm like, and, and you mean to tell me that you won't pay? whatever, for New Japan, which has English commentary and some of the best wrestlers out there. Yes. But okay. But we'll pay for the GWN, nine ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry, $7.99, excuse me. I mean, New Japan World covers literally everything. You get all the press conferences, you get all the build-ups. Yeah. Shall I tell you what I firmly believe it is, right? Yeah. It's because people are so fucking ignorant. Ignorant. And they... Granted... A lot, uh, most, most of New Japan isn't all English commentary, okay? Mm-hmm. But they're so fucking ignorant that they will not, they will not sit and listen to another culture's language commentate. No, but I mean... I firmly believe that that is an issue with people. There is a lot of English commentary on there now. I mean, all the, oh, the major events. Loads on it. Floods on it. I mean, fucking hell, in, 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 little, in little than... To, in little than just over fucking a week, we're gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna have like fucking twelve days, man, of English commentary. Yeah, four hours a day. I mean, even when they do, I, I have bought I have bought twelve boxes of tissues, people. <laughs> even even when they do these big events like Wrestle Kingdom and um, uh, New Beginning and stuff, it starts off with this big video package and it's all in Japanese. I don't care. I don't need to know what they're saying. I don't care. No, man. I'm 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 open. I'm open-minded enough to freaking, you know. The only, the only, it is what it is. The only thing I said, uh, which I said on the New Japan show that Mike and I did, was when they cut promos in Japanese. I kind of wish there was English subtitles, just so I know what they're saying. But, oh yeah. And- ah, see, now I like it like that. I I like it like that because I like to go. Fucking hell. Exactly. And I put my own words into it because <laughs> Japanese sounds so freaking abusive. It's fucking brilliant. It I mean, I, I mean, I've to talk about this one. I mean, I was watching that beatdown that uh, Nito got, my man Nito. Yeah. From um, for, former Yoshitatsu, who I fucking think is, he has everything in his arsenal to be a new Japan world champion. Mm-hmm. I really like him as a heel, you know. Um, but Nato, I mean, that just that was superb. He just walks off, and then Nato just goes, "Ah, let's take it over to the desk." <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was amazing. How can people not be big on this guy? The guy is an absolute fucking oh. So I wish. I, what I Tanahashi's press conference twice. I watched it on New Japan World in Japanese, and then I watched it on YouTube with English subtitles because I love listening to the Japanese language. I yeah, mean, I do. I do. And I said to Daz, I'm like, Daz, if you want to know how to say welcome back when we do the show, yeah. here's how you say it. Yeah. So much so, right? This is so much so that I've looked into um, our college, BIOS, mm-hmm. um, Glyn Dewey, 
They do Japanese. Mm. And nice. I've actually, I'm actually looking into going in September. Uh, awesome. There, there is a lot uh, of Japanese students there. Yeah, I'm actually looking for. I'm looking into uh, going and learning because I, I love the language. I really mm. do. Uh, okay, that, that's pretty much. What do you think of Paul Women? Konnichiwa. Arigato. See you soon. How do you how do you say how you doing in Japanese? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, speaking of something NXT, man, I mean, you gonna... imagine you you imagine getting pissed off with some guy that's just fucking got too close to your car, man. You get out and you scream in Japanese. The guy's run off, spraying. <laughs> what oh, the fuck? <laughs> I... No one sounds more angry than a Japanese person when they get pissed off. I, I don't know what he said, but it sounded violent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. My mom and I were watching this, and you know, Hiroshi Tanahashi's talking about his thing with Suzuki, and he's being so calm, and then he steps it up a bit. He's like, "I swear to God, I love, I love this because they they sound so angry." It's like, why do they sound so angry? I'm like, but it's awesome. It's Hiroshi Tanahashi talking about killing Minoru Suzuki. I have no idea what he's saying, but it sounds yeah. great. <laughs> What's that, Minoru Suzuki, man? The, the the guy, the guy just has to has to talk. But his facial expressions in itself says the guy's going to rip your throat oh, out. Man. Exactly. Suzuki doesn't really yeah. even need to talk. He just has to look at I you. I don't understand, man. I, I still read so much stuff about freaking people, you know, not liking it. And I see so many people on these groups. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a member of one myself. And there's just the same guy every week. And he bashes the shit out of New Japan. And I'm just like... Nah. I, I get why people probably... No, I don't get why people couldn't like couldn't like it. I don't get it. Because it's solid. Yeah, and I hear people say that it's boring, and I'm like, well, that's because you want storylines and shit. The matches are I, not boring. I love the turnover of matches. I love the fact that you can watch a four or five hour event, mm-hmm. right? And the match ends and another match starts. I love that. That is solid that's solid content. I don't need to go backstage to fucking some fucking bitch that can't fucking utilize a mic. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about Renee Young because I love Renee Young. Mackenzie Mitchell. Yes, yes. Or that tart with fucking dark hair. What's her name? Oh, uh, Charlie Caruso? Yes, that one. You know, I don't need to see it. I don't need to see pointless segments with fucking New Day carrying pancakes around. I really, I really cannot reiterate how how pissed off I'm becoming with WWE. I mean, people like James Belmont, who we used to do a lot with. Yeah. Um, we used to laugh at James Belmont. Not actually at him, but the fact that just how and Kenny and Kenny are just how big they were on New Japan. Boys, I fucking get it. I get it. I I seriously get it now. I get how you could actually stop watching WWE because I'm actually at the same point now. I'm only doing it because I do this podcast. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I am struggling so much not. I record wrestling now. I do not watch it live because there's a good chance that I can easily fast forward through 60 fucking minutes. 
I literally have that much lack of interest. And I said to Daz, and I've said it to Mike, I have lost my heart for WWE TV. I really have. It, it's, to me, it's just, it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that something that I have loved since I was four years old and something that I got that many fond memories of, and I still get fond memories, and I still pick memories up today. You know? Braun Strowman playing a bass. Mm -hmm. That forever will be a memory. But then I've got the good memories that are being fucking overshadowed by bad fucking decision-making, like Roman fucking Reigns going to fucking WrestleMania. I'm not saying Roman Reigns doesn't deserve to go to WrestleMania, but a po the point we're making is Roman versus WrestleMania 4. Roman Mania 4, yep. Yeah. Right? How can Roman Reigns main event WrestleMania for the fourth time in a row? Yep. How? When he's still getting booed out the building. Exactly. <sighs> this is the point. This is the point that get the, the, the you know people will say, well, what don't let don't let that, that sort of stuff put you off a product. It's not just that. It's not just that. The only watch reason I watch, right, and I I, I believe I I spoke about this with, with you guys and and openly. I've become more of a wrestling fan. Yeah. Since NXT. Yeah. Begun. NXT kind of you restores know, your faith. That's why I'm glad it's exactly, on after Raw and SmackDown. Because my mind has been opened by the fact that in 2002, a company started called TNA. And now I'd never really watched ROH or anything like that. But when TNA started, there was guys coming into the business, into the company. And it was very much, it was something that I'd never, ever seen before. But it screamed wrestling. It screamed innovation. But WWE back in 2002 wasn't, wasn't the same company that it is now. So you could easily still watch WWE. You had your Eddie Guerrero's, your, your, you know, your, your Perry Satins, your Chris Benoit's that had come from that fucking broken fucking WCW. You know? Which WCW basically ended in the same, you know, state that fucking Impact Wrestling is in now. You know? But I'm at the point where I just, I just watch, what I'm watching what I'm watching. And I don't like it anymore. It's honestly, it makes me more angry than happy. Yeah. It, it's, it is. It's like hitting that brick wall and going, I can't be fucked with this no more. You know, John Cena constantly getting attention when he can just fuck off TV for fucking weeks and weeks and weeks on end for come back and cut his Jack promos and, you know, never give up and, I go in a WrestleMania. You haven't yeah. done nothing to fucking earn a right to go to WrestleMania. At least yeah. Roman Reigns has been busting his fucking balls for fucking, you know, ne nearly fucking four years. Well, Cena's been looking at the lights. Exactly. You know, and all these people getting on Roman Reigns' dick. You know, I don't like that Roman Reigns is there, but why am I going to like it when, when Braun Strowman has had fucking one of the greatest fucking years any wrestler has had? And he's the guy is hot as shit, man. And and what do we do? We we knock him down to a match with a guy that 
nearly 18 months ago, wasn't getting fucking noticed in NXT, mm -hmm. only to come on TV, walk back and to fucking backstage, playing his guitar. Everyone look at him, and everyone's basically thinking, oh, fucking hell, he's not going to get on TV. He gets given creative control, mm -hmm. and he commands it. And now we're watching two, 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 who I think are the two most over guys, yeah. in my opinion. And we're watching them. I, I don't get it. This is the type of shit I don't want to hate. I don't want to hate on WWE. But may, maybe my argument is with the fucking people working within the company. And with, and with, with the granddaddy, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He seriously needs to fuck off and retire. This is what I'm saying. It's just that there's, there's an older generation of WWE fans that have supported and it's almost like we're, we're getting we're getting pushed aside and there, there will constantly be an evolution of fans young kids you know our opinions don't matter anymore you know but I'll always have New Japan yes <laughs> and I'll say this right now what would you rather listen to? And I mean, I'll mention this guy because he's actually a member of our group. Would you rather listen to guys talk about the current stay of Impact Wrestling, which is like, wow? Or would you rather listen to a guy like Shane Hagedorn and Jeff Schwartz talk about the retrospective of Ring of Honor? Come on. Ring of Honor. Da, da. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> you know? But, but saying that, like I said, you know? I'm a big fan of fucking where, where, where Impact TNA was between 2000, 2002 and 2010, you know? Right. I could talk all day on that shit. I really could. Yeah. You know, I, re I really, really could talk all day on that. You know what I mean? So anyone that ever thinks that fucking I'm just a fucking hater, no, man, you're so far from the fucking truth, it's not even funny. Because we've been um, the rise to fall, the rise to fall, the rise to fall, and we get you know, it. We constantly... I'm done. I'm done with fucking wrestling. Wrestling companies being taken the piss out of, and mm -hmm. you know, trying trying to be shoved down fucking fans' mouths. And I'm even more done with the fucking fans that swallow the bullshit and fucking you know the the, the social networking sheep, as you will, you yes. know, the the, the 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 like to follow rather than fucking be their own person and fucking lead, you know, a revolution. I mean, fuck you, the fuck this. Year, I'm gonna lead a revolution. You know, join the fucking Max Wrestling Revolution. There you go. You know? And if you don't like it, get the fuck out. It's MaxWrestling.net. Yes. It's MaxWrestling.net. It's MaxWrestling.net. It's MaxWrestling.net. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, you know? sorry, Evan. We saw your gimmick there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and, and to, until the people are probably criticised us for fucking years are saying, we haven't even got a fucking domain. Well... We have now. Sit the yeah. fuck down. We have now. We have now. We, we, we don't need no wicks no more. We got, yeah. we got a domain. Um, we, are, we also ain't making up our own bullshit stories to get views. I mean, fuck. We might even fucking get a new network. Hmm. You know? I mean, we've got, we might, we've, we got might, we might. <laughs> we've got fucking five shows of our own. Yep. <laughs> Plus Mike's shows. Uh -oh. Yep. <laughs> we, might even, we might even just start a new network. You know, we got we got boys who you know, attitude of aggression. Hey, why not? 
Why not? It is Why what, it not? Is, it is what it is. Why not? Why not us have a sit down like the Godfather? Oh, that Godfather. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. You know, bring bring me the head of BQ. <laughs> I know it was you. You broke my heart. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. All right, well, um, yes, so I just checked the calendar, and the next time we'll be doing a New Japan match wrestling is actually next week because the 46th okay. anniversary is uh, this coming weekend. Uh, so, thank you for listening. Don't forget, you can find us on YouTube, Podomatic, iTunes, Stitcher, and, of course, Facebook and SoundCloud at Max Wrestling UK. Uh, for new episodes in advance and other stuff, we're on the Mac, uh, Max Wrestling Interactive group on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Max Wrestling Interactive. Uh, we are at a brand new website, which is our very own. It is our own, and this is ours, and that is maxwrestling.net. And you can also find me at Dazzy MWP and the Butcher is available at. I'm I'm not available anywhere. I'm that six nine Butcher. <laughs> if you wish to get your ass chewed off, the Butcher is at six nine Butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Mike Larkin is available at. At SM Show One or at MCL ninety two on the Twitter and SoundCloud is MC Larkin ninety two. Lots of stuff coming in the upcoming days, so stay tuned. Very nice. Uh, and of course, show our other shows some love. They are Throne Zone at Throne Zone UK, season two coming up this summer. And Hidden Gems is still available at DB Hidden Gems, but we will be rebranding it soon as Screen Gems. And that's the bottom line. If you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Butcher's going to get you. I know that's four words, but still, he's going to get you. I thought she's going gonna... mean, to get someone. Well. I'll say the four words that we said on uh, New Japan here. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. They two said.